today just need to fix my hair welcome guys welcome guys it's been a long day let's get into this conversation tonight hope you guys are all well I'm literally just fixing my hair back so it doesn't get all in my face welcome welcome guys today we've got two guests you know I love having more than one guest on this show it just makes the conversation flow you know there's so much more to talk about um so yeah i'm definitely gonna bring the top of my fridge <laughs> yeah basically you know you always have the snacks at the top so no one can reach them they have to ask because it's not every day eating crisps <laughs> let me invite the guests um please request guys to come in welcome welcome guys Uh, I believe. Welcome, guys. Hi. Sorry. Hey. I, 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 I let, let you wait until you sort yourself out. <laughs> Welcome. Hi. Hello. Hi. Hi. Welcome, welcome. Thank you. Okay, so let's start by introducing yourselves. Um, whoever wants to go first, go first. All right, I'll go first. I'm Jamela, um, founder of UK Brief Talk, owner of Mouth Photography LTD. Um, yeah, that's me. <laughs> that's the kind of short introduction you want, right? Yeah, yeah, sure. Let's get okay. straight into it. <laughs> Can you all hear me? Yeah, there's a little echo. Um, yeah. I can Sorry. You might need to find somewhere else. Oh, God. Like their <laughs> Wi-Fi. Uh, I don't know. Well, let me introduce myself first, then I'll, I'll try and find a better spot. Hi, everyone. I'm Mercy. Mm -hmm. um, I'm a photographer. <laughs> I guess that's... Can you hear me? You made a face like... You yep, can. yep. Okay. No, I can hear you. <laughs> okay, so Jamila and Mercy. Did I hear Mercy? Yes. Yes. Yeah, cool, cool. I was just double-checking because so I was like, mm, maybe I didn't hear that right. But yeah, <laughs> welcome, guys. Welcome today. Um, so you did mention your um, tag, UK... What, what does it stand for? UK female... It stands for UK Black Female Photographers. UK Female Black... Black female black photographers, female. right? Yeah, UK black female photographers. Cool. So, it's a <laughs> it is, it is. But we need it, we need it. What made you, why, where did that come from? Like, I don't think I've ever heard of a UK um, black, black female group just for photographers. Like, I, I, it's unheard of. Yeah, so basically, I've been a photographer for like 11 years now. And I just found that every time I'd go to like photography conventions and stuff, like it would just be dominated by like white males. And I was just like, I know black females are creative. Mm -hmm. At the time, I think I only knew about three and I was just, I literally had an outburst on Twitter. And I was like, where is everyone? And I, and I took it to Instagram and literally everyone was just like, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. And I was like, 
whoa, there's like so many of us. Mm -hmm. And you know, and being self-employed, you can get lonely. Yeah. And I was like, I want to be able to connect with women. I want to go out and shoot with women. I want to do everything with like women who I can like basically relate with. And um, literally, it all started from there. So, it'll be four years in December, I think the group was actually um, created. Amazing. So, yeah. I'm going to um, ask, get the elephant out of the room. Why mm -hmm. are photographers so expensive? Because all you're doing is snap, snap, snapping with the camera. You're not doing anything. You're just ticking, ticking, ticking. Why are you so expensive? <laughs> Well, no, there's, there's more There's more to it. One, the, the years of training that we have to do. You know, there are going to be some people who just pick up the camera and just snap. But for most of us, it's not about that. Mm. It's, a, you know, the training we have to go to, whether it's the lighting, how we're posing, the, the products we provide, the, these newborn outfits and stuff. Let me tell you, honey, they ain't cheap. <laughs> like one newborn outfit can cost us nearly like 50, 60 pounds for one you know mm -hmm. so even though it's very easy for someone to pick up a camera and snap it it's also about why is that person doing it yeah and it's their passion you know the same way how everybody else can you know start a business and work for themselves and charge what they want to charge we're also entitled to do that as well you know we want to make a living out of our craft yeah you know and you know we want to go on holiday we want to you know do all those stuff with our family we want to go get our nails we want to do all those things and unfortunately, you know, uh, yeah, as someone said, our equipment, our editing, literally everything. Yeah. It's, it's not necessarily cheap to run, you know, our camera, if we drop our lens, that's what nearly 2,000, 3,000 pounds of a place. Mm -hmm. I think, I think so, you saying that as well, it's just being transparent. I think a lot of people just don't know those things. Um, yeah. Editing, like, I, I'm not a photographer, but I can dabble in it. Even getting the yeah. software, like, you know, if you're using, like, Lightroom or something like that, that software is not, you know, I buy it once and that's the end, or I can go and get, like, crack versions and that. I need to get the proper thing so I can do it properly. Those five yeah. hours that I spend, you know, it's part of the time. Um, so, yeah. yeah. It's a lot of time, but even I calculated, when I did a cake smash the other day, mm -hmm. I calculated that I spent nearly 14 hours prepping for the session, doing the setup, and that was before I even did the shoot, and that was before I'd even taken the pictures and edited. Yeah. So all that time as well that you put in beforehand, that's why, you know, the price has to be right. Yeah. It's like any job. And as you said, experience, the training, the dedication. You can charge, you can pay someone 150 but you're going to get 150 worth of quality photos. You, know what I mean? you can pay there someone you two pounds and you're going to get that quality photo. So it is just a balance. Um, but yeah, mercy yeah. as well. Come into the conversation. What what's what's the what's the um, most surprising thing a client has said to you in terms of like your costs? Oh God. Um... <laughs> <laughs> that's a weird I don't know how to answer that question uh well people just don't realize how much work goes on behind the scenes to actually run a photography business um just like Jamela already said the the training that's required for even if you are self-taught um and we can we can talk about that some of us have actually gone and done a degree in this thing. So it's not just mm -hmm. like, you know, but even if you're self-taught, you spent hours curating 
uh, you know, content and, and, and getting mentorship or whatever to, to get yourself to a certain level, you know, if you call yourself a professional, there's so much you need to do. Remember that we, a lot of us also, this is our full-time work, you know, we don't do anything else. So mm. um, we have to earn a living from it. We have to feed our, I have to re- put a uh, roof over my head. I need to feed my family. How, yeah. how can I do that if I'm charging peanuts? And also, um, if one session takes so many hours, how many hours in a day am I going to, how many hours in a month am I going to work? How many hours in a mm-hmm. year? So at the end of the day, it needs to be worth it. Each session has to make sense. The, the price of it has to make sense. But beyond mm. pricing, I need to be able to feel like I'm putting my all into it. And if I'm exhausted, yes. just trying to like, um, trying to negotiate pricing, for example. Um, and then before I know it, I've, I've brought down my price to, to what's good for you, but not good for me. But then I'm at home, I'm editing and I'm exhausted and I'm regretting bringing my price so low and I'm doing a half-ass job for you. You know, it's a lose-lose situation in, in, in the mm-hmm. end. Um, I think I've been lucky um, that I don't have many people say, oh, your prices are too high, but maybe that means that I need to raise them. (laughs) In this 2022, (laughs) it's different, different levels. (laughs) And even if someone says to you like, oh, you know, the pricing is too high, it's like, okay, no problem. I'm just not the right photographer for you. Because, you know, every time we go out shopping, there's going to be stuff that's for us and there's going to be stuff that's not for us, you know? There's primers. And it's the same way as someone doesn't think twice to go and buy a pair of lubes that you're going to wear once, it's going to burn up your foot, then you're, you're never going <laughs> to... You're, you're probably going to wear it once or twice, whereas what we're able to capture and what we create during our work, even um, me and Mercy, we both... We're both photographers and we both do um, families, but our style is very completely different. Yeah. And we're both documenting history. Uh-huh. And that's the one thing that's going to outlive everything. All these shoes and clothes and all these cars, everything. Yep. it's going to outlive that. Yeah. Those physical prints that we provide, like, I know what my great-great-grandma looks like because of physical pictures. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, what are we now creating for the future generation? That's what we're doing. We're documenting history. We're, we're documenting your style, your family, everything all in one so that in years to come, when they outlive us, those pictures outlive us, those kids are going to know what you look like. They're going to know your style. They're going to know everything all in one. The clothes and all these stuff that we buy, they can't, that's not going to tell us any form of story. Those pictures, <laughs> what you look like, that's what is just mind-blowing. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I, I think um, because... because I blame digital photography for this, but because of the way that digital photography and mobile photography is, I think people have forgotten that um, the service we provide is something very valuable because you think, oh, you can just snap something on your phone quickly. But at the Mm -hmm. end of the day, um, I'll use myself, my family as an example, even as a photographer, I need to hire a photographer to come in and do family portraits for me because what ends up happening a lot of the time is i'm the one taking the pictures of the kids my husband everyone but then i'm not in front of the camera i'm Mm -hmm. not doing any pictures so i have even i as a photographer with my expertise i can put it on a tripod and everything but it's not the same as having someone there completely dedicated and focused to doing that and capturing that moment for you for your family for the future um i think we need to start seeing photography as 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 um as important as 
history books and everything else because we there's a lot we wouldn't know just like Jamela said there's a lot we wouldn't know about history if we didn't have pictures yeah. so we need to place photography we need to value photography a lot more than we're doing now and again because of digital photography you feel like you can you know take a picture with your phone we're losing sight of the real importance that that you know having a photographer to document yeah. things not just milestones and, and i guess we'll talk about that in a bit you know how um mm. me and jamela capture different types of, of of photography is that i'm i'm i in particular i'm very interested in mundane moments you know not just milestones like birthdays and 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 maternity and all of that those are mm. very important but you know i'm also very interested in what a, just a, a a day in your just a normal day in your life look like what does a, a morning getting your kids ready to take them just to school what does it look like you know all those things especially during during covid we would have seen more than ever the importance of documenting because mm -hmm. this time mm -hmm. in history we can then look back at pictures and, and think i think oh my gosh look at this crazy moment we all lived wow yeah 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 definitely um especially covid how before we go on to how that affected you story time so this week i had school photos my my children have just started oh. primary school so <laughs> i was not very impressed with how these school photos came out i don't know if anyone's had experience with school photos just in terms of the level of their photography obviously again taking a picture um to the importance of documenting those moments because I was so excited for these school photos. Oh. And now I'm like, listen, I've got backdrop and lighting in my house. I'm just going to do it myself. <laughs> I didn't get the angle that I needed. I didn't get the right pose. This girl, her mouth was dirty. His colour wasn't out. Like, you're joking you are very you're very mad i think it's because they have to do it very quickly the turn around that's true like they have to they can't sit there posing individual but this is where you're, you you realize you're paying very little for that service but yes. if you've got someone that's, that's doing bespoke work they would spend their time they would brush their hair they can even put all the makeup everything they'll tidy up everything but they, they are, you know, shoots and, what do you call that thing? Um, uh, shoot and burn or whatever it's called. Yeah. Um, and they have to turn around. Oh, point and shoot. That's the one. They have to turn around this stuff very quickly. So you can't, you can't expect the same mm -hmm. level of, of service, you know? Um, yeah, gonna, but but yeah, then I'm again, I have myself. to say that even then, these images they're capturing are good you you might not you might see them oh they're they're imperfect and whatever but in a few years time when you're looking back at those images they will make you laugh they'll make the kids laugh because this is just what they look like on a normal day at school which which is what me i'm i'm more interested in i want, I want to see what you looked like when you weren't made up you know when you weren't perfect it's interesting this guy he came he came home and he had yoga on his jumper i said god <laughs> If the picture has yoga on your jumper, I'm going to scream. <laughs> he was like, yeah, it happened at breakfast club. I said, so it's the whole day. It's Monday. Your jumper was looking like this. Wow. But there's a story. <laughs> Let me tell you a story. Yeah, I was going to say, that's the story. And it's the, it's the unexpected. Is, uh, we put so much expectations on children. Yeah. And what they're supposed to look like in the picture. And sometimes, even like, when I do cakes for my shoots, sometimes the kids will just cry. <laughs> 
they will just cry. I get the shots in between. But I have to tell parents that don't be hard on yourself. Like one, they've come to a new environment. They don't know me. You put cake in front of them and they're like, am I allowed to touch that? Because you've been telling me to put my hand in the And now you won't touch it and they've got this light and everything like Sometimes you just put expectations too high, and these are kids. <laughs> and like you said, they're a story. That's the story. The school picture. All of us have a bad school picture. Whether it was your parents, did your hair in the morning, and then by the time you got the picture done, it looked like you didn't even get your hair brushed. Oh, <laughs> but you're still going to find that picture because it's part of the story. Yeah. And that's our history. Yeah. Right, we yeah, all got right. the school yeah, picture. We're like, Mom. Sold me. I will buy the pictures. Buy it. Buy yeah. it. <laughs> just for the sake of history of having that school picture every single year. You'll take your own, but will you print it? That's another thing as well, like with digital age. I do take a lot of photos on my phone, I do take a lot of photos on my camera. Do I print them? No. So, yes, I do need to start printing them and actually having physical photo albums. Um, yeah, yeah, that's that's because that's how it was back in the day. For, for my mum, who is my photography started with, mm. she had that film camera, you had no choice but to print every picture. Yeah, my mum's watching two different hairstyles, <laughs> and I'm like, why? <laughs> <laughs> but if those pictures wasn't printed, we wouldn't know about them. Yeah, yeah, I have too many clients who come and they say, Oh, I lost my phone, my phone got mashed up in the first year, the charge of the phone in the bath. Yeah. I don't think gone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I when your phone, crazy. yeah, when your phone dies and no longer wants to turn on, those all your pictures gone. It's gone. Yeah, don't scare me like that, boy. Yeah, ah. I definitely. Free print. I'm just going to get them to free print. Yeah, guys, the app called Free Print. Okay, I wouldn't pr- print my professional photographs on them just so you no, know. No, this is your phone. Phone stuff. Yeah, phone stuff. The color and everything's a bit. But. Print your pictures, free print. You can send your pictures there monthly and all you have to do is pay for postage. Print everything in your phone. You know, pictures being posted on Instagram. If your Instagram is private, when in years to come, all you're going to be is a little circle. We can't click on it and zoom in. Yeah. And it's going to be pixelated. Print everything in your phone as much as you can. And can I just add to that, um, to back up as well, so don't just leave everything on your phone. Put them on the cloud. Get a, an external hard drive put everything make sure that everything is on at least like two or three different because anything can crash it happened to me in 2017 one day i just woke up and i saw the the screen of the screen of doom my hard drive mm. had crashed but luckily i knew to back up i backed up so i, I didn't lose absolutely everything i lost only like a, a just like a, a few images that i hadn't backed up in like the in the last day so i have this yeah. connected to my computer that just backs up automatically you know amazing so mm. I know that as a professional, we probably as professionals we probably know to do that. But even everyday people should be doing that. We should be backing up yes. the cloud and 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 to external hard drives, your phone, your computers, everything, alongside printing. Yeah, because even prints can burn down. You know, someone, 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 I had a conversation with someone who she said um, all have she lost a lot of prints from when she was um, family albums from when she was little because the house burned down and there was no backup. So print, backup, do everything to make sure that you you don't wake up one day and 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 you know don't have yeah, your image. Yeah. 
definitely, definitely, I will be doing that too. So where did this all start? As a um, photographer now, with years of experience, where did you start? Um, Jamila, you can go first. Um, so for me, I started... So basically, you know, your parents say you have to go and study something that's going to make you money, okay? Mm-hmm. And in their head, photography can't make you money. <laughs> <laughs> so you better go and do something like... No, it's gone. Yeah. So I actually was doing, um, studying health and social care to become a social worker. Mm. And um, I was about 17 and my teacher said to me, hmm, there's something about your essay that I'm not sitting right. When you speak you make a lot of sense but with your writing it's not adding up mm. so she said to me oh well, i think you might be pre dyslexic i said okay so she said go and do the test i did the test and it came back that i was dyslexic so in my head i was like obviously it makes sense of why i had support in secondary school and primary school but no one ever you know took note of that mm. in that sense and um so i was like okay i'm not smart enough to go uni Mm-mm. it's not for me <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna fail it's not happening no 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 so I went and actually done a foundation in um, art and design. And then they were like, no, you need to go to uni. You need to. You have no choice. We're going to force you to go. Who, who said so that? Said, oh, no, my tutor. Oh, right. Okay. So that means you did really well like, no, in your art foundation then. Okay. Yeah, they're <laughs> like, no, you need, you need to go. I said, okay, then. So even when doing that, I always had a camera on me. I bought my first camera on my last day of secondary school to document the day. Um, you know, I did all of that. And, yeah, I ended up doing the foundation. I, ended up, I actually ended up going to do my degree. And I passed with a first class. I wasn't dumb. I wasn't that dumb. Amazing. <laughs> what did you do? I got the right support. Yeah, I got the right support. Amazing dyslexic tutor broke everything down for me, which obviously allowed me to really understand how I learn mm. and how I can break things down. And with that, you know, yeah, that's how I, that's kind of went into my route. And then when I finished uni, I'd already started male photography anyway. So I was like, so I, I tried to get jobs with like photography studios. Wasn't having much luck, but then I already built my foundation. Mm. So I said, let me just start my own business. So literally, I registered my company. I was living at home. So I was like, I've got nothing to lose. And let me just start. So this year is actually eight years that I've been a full-time photographer. I just moved into my, my studio a year ago, August. But this whole time, I was shooting at my mom's front room. So guys, and you, you can make stuff anywhere. It doesn't make you any less of a photographer. Yeah. When people used to come to my house, it'd be like, wow, you create your stuff here? And I'd be like, yeah. That's they it. wouldn't believe it, but you, when you know your craft and you know we're doing those years that we spent doing it, you can create anything anywhere. And I created my front room, and now I'm in my own studio um, eight years down the line. So yeah, that's me and how I got to where I am now. Amazing. Okay, Mercy, same question. <laughs> Um, okay so my first encounter with photography was in in secondary school um yeah i think year 10 something like that um i did darkroom photography so you know analog roller film put in the Mm -hmm. camera take the pictures develop it in the darkroom and i really enjoyed it but just like (laughs) you already said I didn't think it was something I was going to pursue as a career. 
Um, so I went on to to start my degree in communications um, and marketing, and I was going to do all that, you know, marketing stuff. But then halfway, not halfway, about um, towards the end of my first year, I did a another photography class, this time a digital photography class, and I really enjoyed it. And I spoke to the two, so I said, look, I think... Okay, so at the time I was doing performing arts. I was doing... Um, acting singing dancing that kind of stuff and that was that was my primary interest so I thought you know I, I would do that on the side you know I would have a full-time mm. job and then continue like performing on the side but then after taking uh, the visual classes I realized I, fe I felt I was more of a visual artist and photography was going to be a really good medium for me to use and so I went on to study visual communication um I did my BA in visual communication um, so uh, it allowed me to explore different areas of, 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 of the visual arts, illustration, graphic design, uh, web design, computer design, history of art, art, color theory, different things. Um, but I still focused on photography because that was, that was the thing that really kept drawing me back. Um, and then after my BA, I also did an MA. So my story is a bit long. <laughs> Halfway through my okay. MA, I got pregnant with my son. Um, and I, I um, deferred my studies because I was really sick. I, that's a whole other live session. I had high I was, I was there too. I yeah, also got pregnant yeah. in, my, you know, in my master's. Yeah, <laughs> I got sick. I had high premises, you know, just like Rachel. Oh, wow. So I, I, I deferred my studies, came back when he was five months finish that and then mm -hmm. after that I thought okay what do I do now because I was really in that you know when you're you become a new mom and you're really it's like a cloud like a bubble isn't it and I was really focused on being a mom I was like well what can I do to keep being creative and like not lose that part of myself so I started my business and I was kind of it was kind of up till maybe like 18 months ago it felt like a side hustle actually um a side hustle to raising the kids so the kids have always been the priority um so yeah i'm a mom of two for those who don't know me my son's seven and my daughter is five um so yeah i've been doing my business since my son was born um and um i i love it <laughs> absolutely um, it's the best. It's the best path for me. There was there, there, there have been moments when I thought, oh, maybe I'll chase, I'll do something else. Maybe get a full time job and then do photography on the side. But honestly, because I love being a mom so much, I can't really see uh, myself dividing my attention too much. So photography offers me that perfect thing to keep doing while raising the kids. Okay, that sounds amazing. It's love. It's it's great that you guys have like so much passion for it as well. Like you know, you're not just doing it. Like you know, I'll just go and pick up a camera and just take it. I can. <laughs> I but you know, <laughs> there's actual passion there. Photography is to is to make some money on the side, um, which that's not a bad thing. Um, but you know, it's it's just it's just different reasons to pick up the camera. Yeah, that's definitely my reason to pick up a camera and take a picture. <laughs> I know how to edit it, yeah. I ain't gone to school for it now. <laughs> I do something completely different. <laughs> but yeah, I do like, I'm not a photographer. I just like taking pictures and I like picking stuff up. I like buying new gadgets, you know, those kind of things. So, Who don't like buying new gadgets? I love it. What, yeah, what, you know, like all yeah, the new but you keep saying you're it. not a photographer, but you know there are different kinds of photographers. Like there, there, 
hobbyists, they're amateur photographers who don't do it professionally, but they have the yeah. best, they probably have better gear than some professionals even, you know. Um, so, you know, you keep saying you're not a photographer, but you never know. Yeah, I'm very amateur, you know, I've got like <laughs> backdrops and I've got lights and I've got um, different, two different lenses, so, you know, like the basic yeah. lens and the longer one, mm -hmm. that's about it. <laughs> but, um, yeah it's it's i think again it's it's almost like the creative in me um was one of those things that creative people we do like to dabble in everything there is something that you're really passionate in like if i wanted to paint i could pick up a paintbrush if i wanted to take a photo i could take the photos if i wanted to um i can't sing but you know what i mean like <laughs> i could find i really i love diy i love using yeah. my hands i love making things um we, we find different outlets yeah so that's creativity. like but we like to we like to dabble into lots of things so um i think that's just a creative in us kind of thing um so another question what is what is your camera style what what kind of cameras do you guys use can you guys hear me yeah yes i put my headphones in so i'm gonna check um so Actually, with a Canon um, 5D Mark II, I think. Jeez. <laughs> too many numbers. That is, that's, the high, that's the higher range, guys. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I have, I have also been dabbling a bit because we actually, we, UK Beauty Shops done their first exhibition last year and Nikon actually gave us a free um, mirrorless camera. So I have been playing around with that a little bit. So I know I have not gone to lick on side, but I do like to just, you know, just play with it a little bit because it's much lighter. Um, so yeah, for me, I shoot with a Canon Mark, um, D Mark III. I'm sure it's Mark III. Um, my style, I like to document milestones. I do maternity, newborn, baby milestone, cake smash. I like to basically capture families grow. I like to see the growth and see the change. That's what my passion and love for. Obviously, with me, I'm more, I'm more posy in that sense compared to Mercy. I, you know, my studio backdrop and stuff like that. For my maternity clients, I make dresses on them while they're standing in front of me. Amazing. Um, with the cake smash setups, again, that's me crafting and cutting out card and making stuff and sticking stuff together. <laughs> um, I even created my own little hashtag art attack with Mel's at one point when I was really like literally every day, every week it was a case where I was doing um, Now I've got my team to do for me so much that. But um, yeah, that's me. Yeah, I would say my style. I like to document people's growth and then changing. So, for example, I've captured a client at their wedding. I did their maternity shoot. I then did their newborn shoot. I did so it's literally like, and some of my clients they come back each year for cake smashing. So again, seeing them the third, seeing them second, seeing them third, and that's my kind of like my passion and my my drive. And obviously as well, physically printing. I don't actually, I don't sell digital to my clients. I only provide prints. Because okay. again, I know if I give you the USB, you're not going to go print it. True. <laughs> <laughs> I've had clients come back to me and say, oh, I put the USB in the computer and there's some pictures missing. Uh. <laughs> because like each time they plug it in and plug it out, pictures can like disappear. Yeah. Whereas having that physical print, you've, you've kind of, you've got that. Obviously, I do provide videos with my prints, but I'm a, I'm a print girl. <laughs> yeah, that's my style, as you can see. <laughs> 
I think that as you, as I said, creatives, we like to touch her. See how she's making dresses, she's making backdrops, she's making props. It's just, it's all it's the just stuff that you don't you know how you want it. Let me just do it because yes. I can do it, can do it how I want it. Um, that is, yeah. that is definitely also most of Julia's stuff is studio based and lighting. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah that's me. Your own studio, which is amazing. Um, and you've got more freedom as well. I and mean, then it's not editing and cropping the backdrop so that you know you, they have to not step out of this space when you've got a studio yeah. it's have free run i can take a picture of over there i can take a picture over there i think that's yeah. kind of thing. The thing is, i still have to add the extra bit in sometimes like i said my space is not a huge huge space of all spaces yeah but the, the freedom of you know when i was at my mom i would have to move the dining table move the chairs my mom was also trying like, to take all the ties out yeah i had to I took the front room door off and made like a rod with a curtain so the door wouldn't be in the way of when I shoot it. So I could put the light in the passenger and shoot through. That used to be quite crazy. You mean, see, wow. Yeah, yeah. And this is, again, this is why we charge what we charge. Because what we're doing, there's so much work behind it. Mm-hmm. It's literally not, okay, I'm just going to pick up my camera and shoot. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. There's so much, there's so much more to it. So, yeah, that's my style. Amazing. So, Mercy, what's your what's your camera of choice? Oh, um, I'm a Sony shooter. Oh, um, that's new. <laughs> well, been a few years now. So, I started out with oh god, I've had a few br- different brands. I started with a Canon, then I had Nikon, and then I wanted a, a a lighter camera. So, I don't know if you know the different types of cameras. I had a DSLR, a Nikon DSLR, and because of my style of photography, which is documentary. So I'm I'm constantly chasing the kids all over the place. I needed something light and portable. And um, so at the time, Sony had the the best mirrorless cameras. Um, and so I switched over to Sony. I have a Sony A7 II and A7R II um, and a range of lenses. Um, my most recent one that I'm loving at the moment is a 25mm, which is like a really wide, um, really wide angle lens. Um, you can get so much of the story. So I'll talk about my style a little bit and, um, that might help understand why I use a 25mm, if that, if those numbers make any sense to non-photographers. Um, so like I said, I do documentary. So my style is to come into, say, for example, I was doing a family session. I would come into your home and document you as you are. Um, there's absolutely no need for you to, um, to dress up or wear makeup or whatever. It's capturing everyday life. It's capturing just normal mundane moments. Um, I wasn't always doing that. So, um, up until like, let me say like the last two years, I was doing more lifestyle. So the way lifestyle is different from what Jamela does is it's instead of it to be in the studio with lights and everything, it could be outdoors, you know, in a nice field or whatever, or it could be in your home, you know, and you're all dressed up and it's it's still posed or semi-posed. Mm. Um, but I'm moving into documentary, which is less posed and more sort of like ordinary moments. So if you look on my Instagram, you see I do that a lot with my own family. Um, I just capture like, you know, Stuff like my kids eating, them running around playing, you know, watching TV, just not normal mundane moments, us interacting together as a family, because that's what I'm more interested in. Mm. That sounds lovely. I'm I'm a picturing 
Can you, you hear me? Something? Yeah, I can hear you. <laughs> oh, okay. I yeah. said I was picturing like, you know, like a baking session with the kids, like, you know, playing with the flour and, you know, mixing the bowl. With, exactly. Like, really, exactly. really nice pictures. Exactly. You've got, you've got the vibe. So I love to capture those um, everyday moments, playing, eating, just interacting together as a family. I even had a session done by another photographer of my own family just to see what it's like being on the other side. Um, she came over, we spent half a day together. We went to our favorite cafe, we ate, she took pictures, we came back, we were sort of just doing stuff around the house and she took pictures of us, you know, <laughs> me taking the clothes out of the, the washing machine, spreading the clothes, folding them away, things like that. Um, it's not the it's not the default thing when you think of family photography, but it it's a different kind of family photography, which I I think complements milestones very well. Um, because as as much as it's it's awesome to capture the milestone moments, let's not also forget like what everyday life looks like in this time, so that when people from the future are looking back, they'll be like, oh okay, this is what a normal black family in the UK and I focus on black families of course um, um, I say that because in that genre of photography there is no representation of black families mm. I, I'm in a few communities and there are very few black photographers doing that style of photography that kind of work um, so my mission <laughs> is to document black, more black families in that way do you, do you think because us as black people like to do too much? No. I um, think as, like, we like the, you know, the glamour, the, the you know, around the the, I, I don't know how they would see the appreciation of the documentary style rather than post style because yes. we like to do, we like yes. to do show all the time. Like, <laughs> I feel like there's space for both things. So you can, you can book someone mm. when you, you only have a birthday party or whatever, you can book a photographer. You can book Jamela. And then, and then, you know, on a normal Saturday, you can book me to just come and spend the whole day with you, just capturing you guys, making lunch, dinner, whatever, you know. Um, so they're not, it's not, and you could be right <laughs> that we just like to, get dressed we like the oh i'm their life you know everything get laid everything make up yes, but, yes, um, yes, yes. but even even um not just in the black communities but even like generally it's still it's a baby genre so mm. um documentary is still very like okay news and like you know um events in the world or whatever but documentary family photography is is, is a new genre in any in in all not just in the black community so i think yes. eventually we will catch up <laughs> um um hopefully i'm hoping that we'll catch up and uh, this this type of photography will become a thing a normal thing mm -hmm. like it's completely normal to just book a photographer to capture a normal day where you're just going to do your shopping in the morning and then you're coming home to cook and then you're going for a birthday party and you know and someone someone to follow you around like a paparazzi mm. <laughs> you know, basically I mean, you it like that maybe yes, that's how you yeah. need to sell it that's yeah. how you need to sell it to us because yeah. i think we'll take we'll take that i'll take that i'll be like oh yeah, that's yeah. Nice. <laughs> especially like you know, like a coming of age, you know, like the time just before I turn 30, like, oh, let's have someone follow me around. Yeah, yeah. Start yeah. sending yeah, like that. <laughs> I'm happy to do it. I love that. So it really gets me going. 
you know, and I tried, when I started um, my, my business, I tried different kinds of photography. I tried the studio type of photography. I tried cake smashes. I, I did it all. And I very quickly realized that this, that wasn't my thing. And I wanted to do this. And I've stuck to it. And I'm, I'm happy that it's, we're getting somewhere finally <laughs> with it. <laughs> How do we encourage our... Um little black girls who show signs of you know like maybe wanting to be creative wanting to you know explore that side of them um how do we encourage those those young sorry a very good question my better than that yeah how do we um encourage those kind of children good question jamela do you want to start do you know what um I use an example of my mum. My mum had us doing everything. Mm. She had me doing. I, I was. I went. I won a scholarship to go to school, um, music school for a year. I was a singer. She had me doing piano. She had me doing guitar. She had me doing tenor horn. She had me doing uh, trombone. She had me doing everything. And I feel like there's a there's a there's activities are not as like forthcoming as they used to be. I feel like parents need to like make sure the child does everything because it will help them and it, it allows them to find out what it is that they want to do as well. And then you will see, okay, well, they're going, my parents doing gymnastics, and me and my brother will be like, yeah, no, nah. we're not about to do gymnastics like no more. And now we're on the Olympics, so like, mum, why did you not want us to carry on? <laughs> <laughs> that could have been us. That could have been me. <laughs> it could have been me. Um, yeah, if you notice that your child is more going towards something, I feel like you should encourage them to do it. Because now as well, with social media as well, like, there's so much more opportunities as well yeah. in the creative world to how you can put something compared to before. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, what about you, yeah I'll just add, add to that, that um, how important representation is um, for our young young youngsters <laughs> every other day i hear my daughter say oh mommy i want to be a photographer <laughs> and i'm like oh yay um it's important that when they see um people like us uk black female photographers they see what they can achieve beyond what is the norm you know it's not just you can you can be and you can do it and you can be successful you know yeah um and also, I, I just, just like Jamila said, I would be encouraging my, my children to do a diverse range of things until they find the thing that they're passionate about. Um, I think mentorship is also really important. Um, just having, having people that they can look up to is so important, especially in the Black community. And like, you know, realizing that we can be much more than, I don't know, is portrayed in the media, in the media or whatever, you know? Definitely. Definitely yeah, whether it is all the books now, there's so much books as well to do with, with, with being black as well. Like, yeah. it's, it's crazy. There's so much to, to show than what we had in terms of limitations. Is there, do you feel like there's an advantage to booking a female photographer over a male photographer? Or is it the same? <laughs> 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 Even little things like I'd rather a, a female manager rather than a male manager because I feel like we're a bit more compassionate 
Oh. Um, so do you feel like maybe you capture a bit more, you know, there's some, some things that you, that a male might not see because, you know, they don't see a lot of things sometimes. Um, yes. You know, like the dishes, the, the, the sock that's on the floor that you can say for 10 times. You know, those kind of things. So there's things that we as females see that these men don't see. So maybe when you guys are behind the lens, you're capturing something different than a man might. Like, do you guys have you experienced such a thing? Do you know what? I just uh, yeah, of course, like of course, it's a it's a touchy subject, yeah. In a sense, but there's a lot of saga going on in the country industry, especially when it comes to like the the boudoir of women, the boudoir of women. You know, there's, there's a lot of there's a lot of things. But I also feel that we are we we all can learn from each other, and there needs to be an open space for that. You know, mm. us as black female photographers, we're tired of male photographers asking us, oh, what camera do you have? <laughs> I'm thinking that then tells them where we stand, okay? <laughs> we're, we're on the, we can be the same level as you, all right? We're tired of going into settings and, okay, for example, I shoot with a male guy when it comes to weddings, okay? He works for me. We will do bookings and people think, he, I work for him and I'm a hobbyist. No, no. I, he works for me. <laughs> you know, there's certain things that I feel like this needs to be an open space where everyone can learn, both male and female, and they can just... Everything can just be equal within that itself. So we can learn from each other, and it's not a battle of what's what. We can... There's a, there are different... Space. But yeah, there's, there is difference, but there's space. Give me two seconds. Okay, okay. <laughs> I think we can continue speaking. I mean, I feel like mm. I, I'm not. I don't even have the energy to compare. Oh, you're cutting out, Mercy. Oh, good. Thank you. Can you hear? I love you, Mercy. Oh, Mercy's gone. Oh. Can you hear us, Mercy? Okay, she might. Are you coming back? Oh, Mercy, you're going to have to say that all again, babe. Mercy. We didn't hear you. Mercy, you completely went because of the internet, so you're going to have to repeat that again. <laughs> oh, now she's doing this pretty thing. Oh, no. Oh, no. I feel like she has such a good point. Oh, no. Okay. If you come out and come back in, that's fine. Mercy, if she can hear me. Yeah. Yeah, no, you know, we, we, the group got created because, you know, a lot of a lot of us have issues when it comes to male photographers, let's be honest. Mm -hmm. Like I said, whether it's they're asking us, oh, we're validated by the equipment that we have or they test us to see, you know, if we're... we're well, good enough. So if you come back the following year to do certain projects, okay, like Lenza, who's in here, she's told her stories before. But they've been tested. See, of course, you come back the following year, okay, that means you're good then. Like, oh, oh you've got the stamina for it. It's just like, why must you test us? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, we've probably gone through the same thing that you've gone for. Well, why can't we just work together and that's it? Yeah. That's a beat up. Yeah. Just me. Yes, there doesn't have to be. Sorry, there, I don't know what yeah, there, there doesn't have to be a battle. You don't need to put, put us down about it, you know? Yeah. 
So yeah. Yeah, messy. Well, both look good. They can, they, they, they got some. Don't, I learned some don't stuff from my mouth, stuff from and they learned don't stuff from us. Yeah. So, you know, what I mean, be always be open to learning. Yeah. So, so they experience that too. Yeah, it's it's very it's very common, and that's why again, creating um the UK Black Female Photographers Community is also a space where people can speak how they want to speak, and it, it you know then be able to to relate and and connect. You know, like I said, I start we started with number three. Now in a private Facebook group, there's over three hundred of us. Wow. So there's a lot of us, and this is across country. You know? This is not just London. This is the whole of no. This is the whole of UK. Yeah, that's amazing. Whole of UK. That's amazing. Yeah. So, um, what's next? Because clearly, we need some mentors. We need some, uh, you know, some internships going. Like some some what's it what's conventions you know meet up sis like we need to yeah so obviously before covid we were having like meetups all the time um whether it was co-working meetups so that who's that yes we are yeah there's someone in midlands so see someone in here yeah so um yeah like we do meetups like, the other day some of us got together and done like a done shooting like a night shoot in central in piccadilly amazing like literally just have fun like i said we just had our first exhibition last year that's done basically a tour um in the last couple in, in the last year mm. um we are working on other projects when it comes to mentoring we literally everything is in the pipeline to to happen you know if there are any uk black people photographers in here who are not in the facebook private facebook group just pop us a message so we can add you to the group so you can connect with the ladies, um, so you can be part of future meetups and stuff like that. So yeah. Amazing. What was your point, um, Mercy? Can you, if you can say it now, we can hear you better in regards to whether female um photographer is a better choice to hire because you're gonna see more things than a male photographer. I think that was my last question. Is Mercy back? I can see her. Can you not see her? No, hold on. Yeah, she's there. Mercy, can you see me? Oh, we can't hear you, though. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. I can't hear Mercy. I can see her. Oh, can you hear me now? Yes. You know what's weird? I can't see Mel. She (laughs) can't see you either. So it's like, we are, I'm having my own convo with you. Can you guys all see both of them? Let us know in the comments because I don't know. They just can't see each other. But can you hear? You can hear each other? No, I can't hear. No, I can't hear Mercy. That is mad. (laughs) Right now, for Mercy, I've got a black square and the spinny circle thing. But she can't hear you either. She can't see you. Oh my God, this is so crazy. (laughs) But you're both here. How can we have a conversation yeah. like that? Because I'm going to be talking over her. Okay, okay then that's fine then. I will say, I will say, Jamila, stop. Mercy, <laughs> 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 Oh, Instagram. When will you just let us have a smooth live? Honestly, continue, Mercy. What was your um your um comment? I, I, I just said, I, I just thought that there's space for everyone, you know. So mm-hmm. if someone has a personal preference to hire a black woman photographer, then she should be able to access a black woman photographer, you know. Um, and that, you know, 
we should be seen our work is seen which is why i appreciate communities like ukbf talk black women photographers and, and all the other communities who are trying to highlight and to spotlight us more is that we can get lost in the sea of 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 white male photographers because just like someone else someone said earlier in the in the, in the chat mm -hmm. they dominate the industry yeah. <laughs> it belongs to them and no but it's time to shake up the industry and begin to spotlight and highlight um other photographers of different ethnicities and genders because we're here and we're doing the work and we're great at it you know so as yeah. to whether or not um it's better for someone to hire a woman or a man well i, I think it's down to personal choice down to preference. I like to hire women. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jamila, she just said that like, there's a space for everyone. Now I have to come and do translation. <laughs> I do rubbish. It's crazy. I was like, translating because I don't know what to say. Yeah, go on. There's a lot of there's a lot of industries like this, and you know, women are the new best, the next best thing. You know, I'm currently doing a course. There's 21 of us. 21 yeah 21 of us on this course i'm the only black female yeah. i'm doing architecture and i'm the only black female out of 21 so you know that's basically like representation of how small or how you know present we are in the industry um so we definitely have to shout that's scream. how it was for me at university as well at university that's how it was for you yeah, I was the only black girl out of the forty. I, I was the only black person out of the forty for the first year. Then the second year, another black guy joined, and then the head of like the department actually ended up being black. And then that was the whole like, oh no, she she can't run this. Oh no, that, no, 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 no. It was like, oh, and we were on the art campus. So even when you do art and history, and you've got like five or six different classes, again, that's now like. 40 classes like 40 people coming from five different classes i was still the only black person that's crazy yeah yeah. It's, it's, yeah yeah we need to push up push our children into wherever they naturally fall it's not everyday lawyer doctor whatever <laughs> one as your parent told you that you need to be a lawyer mm. a doctor social worker. <laughs> some sort of professional you know this is still as just yeah. professional um professional um career choice so how do you guys juggle it all um with life family you know <laughs> kids spouses if you have any like you know those kind of things just juggling the being in that mindset of okay well you know i want to be creative and then also being in the mindset of oh wait what's for dinner like you know girl <laughs> So I've been, I, sorry, I don't know if Jamela is... He's going to go first, I can't hear that. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> too awkward. Um, well, I've been doing it for seven years now, and honestly, the juggle's real. It's real. I mean, um, there have been moments when I, I, I felt, like, resentful that I didn't, you know, I don't know, start my career before having kids. Um, Jamela is in a, she's in, she's in the reverse, where she started her career, um, if she, she's a, a new newish mom. Her, I think her baby is eight months now, so she she she's done it the other way. And there've been moments I've, I've envied her and people who've done it the way she's have done it. I um, think I should have started my career first because having children alongside trying to do education and then do um, um, my photography practice has been really hard. The challenges have been real. Um, 
it's especially um, challenging here in this country because the kind of child care and support that I would have if I was in Nigeria, I don't have it, you know. Mm -hmm. I don't have my mom next door to drop by and help me hold my, you know, look after my kids while I go do a, a photo session. So it's been a lot of um, um, support for my partner um you know him sort of like believing in me and like being there for me as much as i'm being there for him you know um it's been there've been there've been moments when i have to let things go and that's the honest truth you know I, I, an opportunity comes i i i slice it i dice it i look up i look down and i realize i can't take it because there's no one to look after my kids or you know, things like that. And I've had to let it go, believing that the next thing that will come, the, what, the right thing will eventually come. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm so happy to say that, you know, now that my daughter is five and in school, I have more time now during the day. You know, I drop them off and I've got that, you know, five, six hours before I have to do pickup. And I use that time to do admin, to chase opportunities, put some put, fit in some photo sessions. But it's taken, a, it's taken a long time to get to this particular spot that I am now, where I'm starting to see the, the, the fruit of my labor. Yeah. Um, and I just want to encourage anyone who's, who's um, in that, who's feeling like that at the moment. You know, like your whole life is about being a mom and you can't find any space to 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 pursue your your career or or um or passions that time there's time for everything and the perfect time will come um everyone's everyone's story is different everyone's life is different so for me i don't have the kind of support i would like but even when i look at that i do have some support and I'm grateful for that support I have, um, and I and 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 I seize opportunities even better, even more so because I know that, um, you know, I, I have to. Every opportunity is like gold dust, basically, <laughs> if that makes any sense. Um, so yeah, it's been it's been it's been hard. It's been real. It's been real hard work, and every stage is presenting a different set of challenges, you know, and. Um, being able to talk about it with with other mums is <laughs> is amazing because then it makes you realize you're not alone um yeah. being able to ask for help my goodness that was hard for me um but i think yeah. it's hard for a lot of us we're, we're learning we're learning Ooh, no 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 one's a superhero you know learning to trust have people around you you can trust you say okay mm -hmm. I, I i live in a i live in a village in kent and it's not the most diverse um community um so uh, if i was the sort of person that was like oh you know but i need all my, you know my black friends around me and, you know, whatever I, I, I could have been like um there's a lot of opportunities i wouldn't take you know because i would be sort of isolated but i've had to make friends i've had to come out of my comfort zone and make friends with people who would you know would help me and, and yeah. people are so generous if you just ask Sometimes yeah. people don't want to ask you because they don't want to, they don't want to, they don't want to pry or like be in your business. So you have to tell them what you need. And that's the honest truth. You do, you yeah. do. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. I'll let you talk um, now. <laughs> yeah, Messi's finished talking now to that. Um, basically, her summary was, you know, ask for help when needed. Um, and that it's not easy, but it is possible. And each road brings its own challenges so i she said that you're a new mum you just had a 
uh, well, newish, as she's eight months, maybe eight months, maybe. Yeah. Um, so you know, she was saying the alternative to her way that she's basically had children and been doing work alongside it. You kind of had set up your business and then obviously had your child, so you kind of had a routine going already, and then all baby came in, and now you had to adjust. Um, mm-hmm. How has that been? How how has baby been doing? And you know, getting all your bookings and stuff. Find the energy, you know, well. like you know, newborn baby. <laughs> Gosh, like, I had emergency C-section. Obviously, that wasn't obviously emergency. It wasn't planned. It wasn't how I thought it was gonna go. Like I, I was one centimeter dilated from December. She wasn't due until February. Oh wow! I ended up being two weeks overdue in February. So this whole time I was one centimeter dilated. So then I have to have an emergency section. And then, obviously, all the weddings that were supposed to happen last year got cancelled because of COVID. I was supposed to shoot my next one in April, and I had it in February. I went back to work when she was two months old. Wow. Also, after the Macy's section. So it was a, it was, it was a, a lot because of the simple fact of I tried to do, I had, I've worked every single week since I've come back to work when she was two months old. They were going to say, okay, well, everyone goes back to work. Yeah, well, she was two months old. Like, it was early to say the, you know what I mean? And it hasn't been easy. It's been hard. I've had to really stop and think what's best for me, especially when it comes to shoots and the amount of time I spend planning mm-hmm. these shoots as well. Like, for me now, I no longer work on Sundays. That's my time that I want to spend with my family. I want to stay at home. I want to put my Sunday dinner, you know. In this year, I've got a new studio we also got married in may went back to work in may and had a baby in february so it's been like a, a, a whirlwind of so much stuff but the one thing i had to learn one of my friends i think she's in her niece's jaws she she kind of sat me down and slapped me and <laughs> told me that everything can't be perfect no that's not you know? yeah and you're no longer in control at all and it's okay one thing i have to be really 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 grateful for even with running the community is i've had some of the ladies take the burden off my shoulder and taking tasks away from me so that i'm able to have time with my family now i'm able to to stop and breathe and yeah it's literally you you can't be you can't everything can't be perfect no, and it's fine and, and it's okay it's okay to start the moment in basket as well no you can't and since what my, my daughter's been hospital twice already oh, since wow. coming home wow one viral infection the other because you you know they all take the fall off the bed they all do that but it, it makes us <laughs> stronger side as well <laughs> yeah exactly but in the sense of these unexpected things that can just turn up yeah so those hours that I would spend editing Till like four o'clock in the morning. I do them sometimes, but I can't do it as much as I used to. Yeah. Because I know, okay, she's going to wake up at five, and then I also need to be able to give my time to her. I also need to be able to give my time to my husband. I, I need to do so many different things at once. Yeah. And I just had to, to realize, you know, you can't you can't be perfect at everything, mm-hmm. and it's fine. Even though I'm very, I'm, I'm new in the game. I'm eight months in. It's usually like you can't be perfect. Take your time, and don't put pressure on yourself. Yeah. The amount of pressure that we can put on ourselves can can break us yeah. in what we're trying to do. 
because you know again wanting everything perfect it needs to be like this it needs to be like that and oh well if it's not like that and then oh yeah if you take, take care, care of, of you, you business take care of itself yeah definitely exactly having having everything as well like i've got like a smooth workflow now even just like having a business software of how i email my clients how it sends out the invoices now i don't have to sit there and do it all myself one 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 you know just those little things that can make such a difference yeah yeah. to to just running business and trying to live a life at the same time because you know even though yes they say oh oh you're not you're not about the nine to five life and then you start running your own business and it's like bloody 24 7 yeah Yeah. i just that but you also need to take that time out to you know okay i'm going to spend three hours here doing this and then i'm done and because sometimes you're, you're more efficient as well when you do stuff in those short time rather than trying to do everything spread out all this time. You're going to dedicate those three hours, you know, twice a day. I'm like, emails, that's it. Mm-hmm. I'm done. I'm moving to my next task because mm-hmm. I can't spend that whole time emailing because everyone's going to keep responding back. Responding back. Responding back. Responding back. Always need to cook dinner. Always need to put the clothes to wash. Always need to do everything else, you know, and ask for help. Ask for help. Tell your husband, okay, I need to do this. Are you able to do do the clothes, wash the clothes? Yeah, no problem. So it takes one load off of me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Last week was a busy week. My husband food prepped for us. So that the food was done. We didn't have to think about it. So it's just also those kind of little things. Ask people for help. There's no shame in asking for help at all. Yeah, say that again louder for the people in the back because as <laughs> black women, we know how hard it is to ask for help. Literally, in our mummy's WhatsApp group, I swear every week we're talking about this issue. <laughs> we're talking about this issue, just asking for help and just being open, being transparent, being honest with yourself, you know? The superhero yeah. mentality will just kill you. It doesn't work like that. Can you guys see each other now? If I if I do no. now, I can see her. But if I come back, that in, is I'll crazy. Come. So I'm And then come back in when she's finished talking. Yeah, no, no. Instagram has not been good to us today. Um, but it has been a really lovely conversation with you girls. Um, as let's just draw to a close and kind of wrap up um what is the future plans for um the group the uk black female photographers any future plans any events coming up that you have um as of right now no just carry on following us on instagram some of the stuff that we do is very spontaneous like oh let's do this we've got an idea and at the same time all of us are running our own businesses at the same time as well in the community and as well obviously living our own personal lives so there's, there's a lot there's a lot a lot going on but when all this stuff will drop and take place dates have not been confirmed so literally just keep a lookout to let in some mails no good maybe you're not letting <laughs> you guys don't make your own group <laughs> exactly someone actually asked us the other day is there a mail one I was like no <laughs> no idea um yeah, so yeah, we're literally just going to keep going, more meetups, more everybody connecting with each other. And um, yeah, and also hire black female photographers too. Sorry, Jimmy, sorry, Mel. Um, <laughs> hire black female photographers, you know, spend, spend, spend it in your community as well and find value in everybody. Yeah, that's it. Spend in our community, definitely, definitely. Um, 
I didn't hear anything she said. So okay. Oh, okay. So basically, she just says <laughs> she says that um the the future there's no necessarily future events, but you know, follow the page. They do spontaneous things. Let's invest in our communities. Let's hire black females um, photographers. And um, yeah, that was that was the gist of that, um, which I totally agree with. Um, before we move on to Mercy, is there any tips on taking photos, like as just a mum taking photos of our kids? Is there any kind of tips you have for us? Um. Look for light. Photography means drawing with light. So look for light and how light is hitting your 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 children. Your children not literally hitting, but see how the light just hits on them, and that's where you can kind of basically find your angles and get creative with it. Um, keep documenting, even if you know you see the little. My daughter was in the bath the other day, and the way the light came through the window, and I was like. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, please. I literally just pulled out my phone and was like taking snaps of her and stuff. So yeah, photography means drawing with light. See the way the light hits your children. Snap away. Also, get yourself in the pictures that method, even if it's a selfie, because mums are never in the picture. Get in the picture with your kids. Yeah, yeah. Kids, my kids love a timer. They love the timer on the on the on the phone. You train them well. Yeah, and we'll I'll be like one, two, three, let's jump. <laughs> Take a picture that way. So yeah, getting pretty. Um okay, Mercy. Her tip was about taking photos of children was um look for the light and that's how you'll find the angles. So what is your tip for us mums who just want to take nice photos of our children that don't want to stand still? I'd say um, let go of, of the, the thought of perfection. <laughs> um, those imperfect moments are perfect. They're just as good. Um, you know, so, and, and don't, don't make it a fight. If the kid doesn't want to take a picture, you maybe try later, you know. Otherwise, you'll end up with, like, lots of pictures of your kids crying. <laughs> you know, it should, it should be a fun thing rather than a chore, you know. So if they're not in the mood, just find another moment and yeah just let go of perfection i think we have this idea in our head that things have to look a certain way they really don't I, yeah I and you'll come to appreciate those imperfect imp imperfections later in life when you're looking at those images and they remind you of what that time was yeah. yeah yeah i don't know i don't know about your daughter but mine that my children are four um boy and a girl and janae she now every pose is, is oh yeah is this and, and, then she it's adds, and then she adds the leg. She adds yeah. the leg. And <laughs> it's YouTube, man. Um, every single pose, like yeah. catch her. Yeah. And um she she had a moment where she couldn't breathe through her nose. And um, so she's recently just had her tonsils out. So now when she pouts, now she can breathe. Before when she was pouting, she was actually so stopped breathing so she oh could pout. It was, it was, it was madness. I was like, since you can't breathe, stop pouting, just smile, it's fine. But yeah, it's yeah. the LOL Barbie phase yeah. now. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, Jamila, you have that for Carmen, you know, the yeah. Barbies, the oh, LOL. The, and they um, grow so quick. They grow so yeah. quick. Yeah. Right, <laughs> right now we're really into baby Annabelle, you know, oh. all those, those <laughs> kind of things. Yeah, we've got that to come, so. I'll add one more tip. Give me strip. Try and um, capture the, the ordinary moments as well, not just the pose moments. So I think the, the temptation is to take the camera and be like, okay, say cheese, okay, you know, pose. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, moments when they're just painting a picture or, you know, doing something quite normal and mundane are also very nice moments to capture. So, I yeah. Think I will you know, actually wipe, start doing that. Other things like wipe your camera lens, for goodness sake, the amount of smudged pictures I've seen. <laughs> wipe your camera lens, your phone camera. Um, you know, and back up, back up your files, print them, you know, let them not just be little squares on your phone. Really important. I've recently just got off auto on oh. my Canon, so that's amazing. Like, oh. tested out different, you know, focuses and, like, distances and all those little bits on the thing. Yeah, yeah it's, just really it's fun. fun. It it's is fun. fun. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, you didn't hear Mercy's um, tip, but Mercy's tip was um, capture the moments that are not posed. Just, you know, a kid painting, a kid just, you know, eating... Yeah yogurt all over their face, all those kind of things, which are, yeah, it definitely takes you back to the moment. Oh, you know, she was doing this one. Even like snap memories, Snapchat memories, they take you back when mm -hmm. they come up and stuff. So it's nice to know. Um, yeah, one of my favourite pictures that my mum has of me with a bowl of Weetabix with a nappy on. Weetabix all over my face. <laughs> Sorry. I love that picture. Okay. <laughs> That's so nice. Oh, yeah. Um, he says, just so you know, I'm taking all the spill back to the mail group. <laughs> <laughs> See you, Mel. <laughs> we should have done no mails allowed during this live. <laughs> Isn't it? It's fine. Take our tips, take our tips. It's fine. It's okay. It's okay. We can share. Yeah, we can share. We can share. That's, that's, that's what we need to be doing. I've lifted our females and saying, this is where you got it from. But anyway, <laughs> um, is there anything in the um, future for you, uh, Mercy? Is there anything that you're offering? Any kind of, you know, services that we need to be aware of? Um, I'll talk about the project I'm working on at the moment. It's called Offspring and it's a um, documentary project. I'm speaking to mums, mums at different stages, black mums specifically in the UK, and getting their stories of transitioning into motherhood, what it was like, the physical changes, the psychological changes. Um, all the links to all of that is in my bio. Um, you can go and read about it. And if you're interested, please get in touch. Um, because I'm booking sessions right now. Um, you'll be the first to know, one of the first few to know that I'm, I have an exhibition coming up with this work, where this work will be shown. So if you're interested, get in touch as soon as possible because I'm booking sessions and, you know, black moms in the UK, it doesn't matter where you are um get in touch and it doesn't matter if your baby is 25 i i want to hear about your story because your every story is very valid every story is unique um and i think that well, because we come from a culture of um silence and like we don't we don't like to share too much i mean with social media we're sharing a lot more but there's still space for us to to share and to heal and for us to not just like a personal healing but a collective healing please get in touch 
sign up for my newsletter as well because I'm trying to I'm trying not to spend all my life on social media, but I do send out a newsletter at the end of every month um, to update you about everything I'm I'm up to. It's all all the links are in my bio. Thank you very much. That sounds amazing. So, um, Mercy has got a new project called Offspring, where she's documenting about um, black mums, which I'm definitely going to sign up because I've got a story. I've got a story of how I got here. <laughs> please, please, please. Yes. And um, yeah, motherhood is that's that's a journey in itself. Like documenting that is beautiful. Um, yeah, Mummy Link Up said she'll be in touch as well. Yeah, definitely look forward to um, the exhibition. Um, we will look out for that and definitely let everyone know when that is. Um, thank you guys for your time, your tips. Um, wish you all the best in your business, guys. Obviously, are you both available for bookings at the moment? Indeed, the book is open. Yeah, yes. Lim open. Limited, limited for family sessions. Sorry, is Jimena talking? No, no, continue. Okay. okay, so limited for family sessions as I focus more on the documentary project. But please, yeah, get in touch and I'll try and fit you in. Okay, family sessions with Mercy, celebration sessions with Jimena. Yeah, cool. So, wait, can I do a smash, a cake smash session with five year olds? Does it even work? Do they smash uh, the cake? Yeah, I've had a five year old. <laughs> I think I'll try that because I think the first one they had was when they were one, so like now they're five. Yeah. It might be, it might be quite fun because the girls. Really just changes, just changes the cupcakes. Say that again. I think he said that again. Who me? Oh yeah. Say. Oh, I said if anything, change the cupcakes for the five-year-old. Say that again. <laughs> You can use cupcakes instead of a whole cake for a five-year-old. Oh. But then they won't really smash the cake. What did she say? But then you can still just smash, you can squash the cupcakes. Like big ones. Squash the cupcakes. Mm. And make it more tea party cupcake. Okay. You can mix it up. Okay. Because I know, like, the boy really likes, like, Avengers, so he'll be doing Hulk smash on the cake. Whereas the <laughs> then, girls then have the will, like, you know... Princess, <laughs> so yeah, there you go. don't worry. April is coming. <laughs> April, we'll work it out. It'll be like superheroes versus okay, princess tea party. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Worry, we got this. We got this. Oh, Guys, people don't join in. Oh, I not? Sorry, and we already came up with Mario. <laughs> so this is why you need okay. to book someone that has a passion and loves okay. what they do so um thank you guys thank you guys uh, they'll bring tactics no worries exactly <laughs> <laughs> yeah jacob definitely will he'll he'll be all over that he's we every day i'm telling him you're not spider-man you're not spider-man jacob you're not spider-man <laughs> that's what you think <laughs> <laughs> does it change when you get to about seven because your son's uh, seven now isn't it Mercy? yeah my does son it change? he's a calm one though he's always been oh <laughs> no <laughs> my, daughter, was... my daughter is the boisterous one believe it or really not. <laughs> yeah. yeah oh gosh no 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 the girl is she's so calm so relaxed even like you can even tell if i like from their handwriting mm. like when jacob writes he's like writing the whole page whereas mm. like today's very like little and you know in the corner like, the reverse. <laughs> it's, it's not <laughs> honestly but anyway thank you guys for tonight hope you guys um had a good time everyone thank you guys yeah. make sure you follow their pages thank you for having us 
<laughs> thank you for being here um i hope you guys follow their pages obviously check them out book them recommend them um do all of the things so yeah thank you guys for coming thank you for thank having you. us uh, thank you everybody. Right. Bye. bye bye